Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dines with Daryl on the Joy Slot Podcast, brought to you by IrishSportsDaily.com. I am your host, Greg Flamong, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Dimes with Dara, Dara Mabry. Thank you for being here, as always. Happy New Year to you. It's our first show of the new year uh, after the holidays. Had a little bit of a hiatus. You're all over the place, working, sideline, doing uh, uh, all sorts of reporting on the men's and women's basketball team for the University of Notre Dame. So this is our first time to talk about that in a very long time. Uh, very happy to see you again, Dara. How, how are you? Great. Happy New Year, Greg. Um, Thank you. We're we're doing great. Uh, we've been better, <laughs> uh, but personally, <laughs> personally, I'm I'm doing great. I'm I'm enjoying South Bend. I've been cleared to get back on the court a little bit more uh, regarding my knee, so it's been spectacular. Um, I've been getting a good sweat in every day, uh, for lack of better words, aka dying, huffing and puffing at times. Uh, yeah. But we're getting back to it. There is beauty in the grind for sure. Yeah. If you want to check that out, just check out Dara's uh, Instagram. She's got some updates on there. She's got a lot of good stuff. Hitting the jumpers, uh, splashing <laughs> from all, all, all parts of the court. So you can check that out there. Uh, check out the, uh, the Irish Sports Daily uh, YouTube feed. If this is your first time catching us, please subscribe to our channel. Please like this show and please uh, send us a comment, whatever you think about it. Uh, we, we love to interact with our fans and that, things of that nature. Uh, and hit the notification bell so you know whenever we have a live show or whenever we're uh, we're going to release a video like we are uh, on this one. Uh, Dara, you know, do you, it's a new year. Do you do New Year's resolutions, Dara? Do you do that? I don't, but I act, this is fantastic because I, I was in the middle of posting it and then I never did. I have to, I have to get back on my Instagram update, but on January 1st, I drove to Lake Michigan and I jumped in the water and oh. it was phenomenal. I did <laughs> like the polar plunge that everyone calls it. I've never done it before. Uh, but something in me was like, you know, like everyone else around the country doesn't have it as cold as Lake Michigan. So I think I'm, I'm built for this. Um, so I drove to Union Pier Beach. It's like 45, 50 minutes from South Bend, okay. um, right along like straight shot uh, directly west. And I drove, I took my sister with me, took Coach Michaela with me, uh, and I put her ass in the water as well. I made her jump in the water. I'm like, do it. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> and it was like insane because it's like an out-of-body experience because of how truly cold the water is yeah so like it shocks you and there's you know there's no cheating it's head to toe you have to fully submerge um so once my feet were in there i'm like all right this isn't that bad and then when you fully submerge you're like oh wow that's cold so you went in wow. slow you didn't just dive in oh no 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 i booked it i booked it from the sand oh, okay all right yeah it from the sand because i got for me like no if it's not like jumping in i there's no way i will slow no way in. Yeah, yeah no it's not a bit so what, what are we talking like how cold is it? like 10 degrees i don't know uh, i don't know believe it or not like here's for reference like most cold tubs in uh facilities are anywhere between like 39 and 47 and that day they said lake michigan was 40 but oh, okay. it, it, it feels like zero yeah, I mean that's because that's... consider the wind when you when I got out. That's when I was like, oh my god, I'm freezing. And obviously, there's like a three story staircase to get back up to my car. So like yeah. it, the whole yeah. process, it was phenomenal. But I'm definitely gonna go back wherever I am on New Year's of 2025. 
you're going to find me near a body of freezing cold water. Okay. Well, that's, you know, that, that's a good, that's a good tradition there. I just said a very yeah. stupid thing. Like I said, 10 degrees and the freezing is 32. So good job by me on that. Uh, lots of knowledge on, on my we big probably wouldn't here. be here. Yeah. yeah, but, <laughs> no. yeah. So uh, look, it's, it's good for you, right? You tried a new thing. Um, and we're all about new things in the new year. Uh, and a new thing that you could try out is, uh, is, is a bamboo dress shirt from ESQ clothing. If you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe, uh, check out ESQ. They've created the world's first bamboo dress shirt. It's crafted from high-quality bamboo fabric, the softest and most comfortable shirt you'll ever put on. Not only more sustainable than cotton, but also feels cooler, has stretch, is odor and wrinkle resistant. It's even machine washable. You've seen ESQ's one-piece collar bamboo dress shirt on all your favorite Notre Dame players and coaches. It's perfect shirt for today's business meeting or heading for a night out to use ISD15 and get 15% off all online items. That's ISD15 for 15% off all online items, uh, Dara. It, it's It's been tough for, for the, for the <laughs> University of Notre Dame. Uh, let's go, ladies. Um I, unfortunately, more on the injury front. Emma Rich, a sharp shooting freshman, has been lost for the season due to a hip injury. Uh, Coach Neil Ivy, she talked about how this was kind of a – she came in with this. It's a, it's a hip pain. Uh, she's had some hip uh, issues and some soreness. They went in there and looked at it. And it's – it's, it's Neil Ivy said it's kind of her body composition, the way her body is built. Uh, it just, it lends itself to these kind of injuries and they had to go in and clean mm -hmm. something up, uh, which is like no one's fault, but it, she is lost for the season. So she is yeah. another player who is out. Um, Cass Prosper has been out for an extended period of time with a foot injury of some kind. Her foot, she's still in a boot, which is not what you want, right? Like this long, she's Never. been out, she's still sitting <laughs> yeah. in a boot. So that's, that's a problem. That doesn't seem like that's something that's going to be healed up. Uh, anytime soon, Maddie Westfeld, uh, she missed the last game against North Carolina uh, with a concussion uh, that she sustained in the game before. Um, she took a shot to the face and she had to exit that game. And then, uh, you know, she she was not ready to go. She was still in protocol for the North Carolina game. So she missed that game. And she was, in my opinion, very heavily missed. She's going to be very heavily missed anyway. She's a starter. She's one 100%. of the better offensive players on the team. Yeah. Uh, but with, with North Carolina playing all the zone that they were, you want to put her on the elbow. You want to put her on the free throw line and let her turn and, and kind of playmaker hit that shot. It's yeah. kind of her bread and butter, and uh, that wasn't there, so that really hurt them. Uh, and then, obviously, Olivia Miles is still not ready to go with the ACL. And I think it's it's time to start considering that that, that may not be something that happens this year. It just – we're, we're in my opinion, we're a few weeks away from really seriously having that conversation. She's not with the team yet, practicing with the team. She's with the team all the time, but she's not practicing with the team. She's doing individual stuff. If that mm -hmm. doesn't start to ramp up with team training, then you got to wonder, like, is does it make sense for her to play this year? Um, but yeah, the ladies, uh, in their latest game, uh, they fall to North Carolina. Uh, where did the final score end up being? Seven, they lost by three, I believe it was. I tried not to look. Yeah, I, I, I they lost by three, but basically <laughs> they they had pulled away. They they North Carolina kind of pulled away in the fourth quarter. There, uh, yes. it's a very tough game for Notre Dame offensively. Uh, they didn't really have anything going. Um, they didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, very tough game from Anna DeWolf. 
KK Bransford, it, it started poorly. I think she was two of 11 at one point. She made her last two shots. She was four of 13. Uh, not the very, very efficient day from Hannah, Hannah Hidalgo. She was six of 16 shooting. Uh, most of her six shots came from inside the paint. She's driving to the basket, uh, getting to the free throw line, things of that nature. The, the good news on the injury front is uh, Sony Citron. She she returned to the lineup, heavy brace. I don't want to say heavy brace, big brace on her right knee or, or her mm -hmm. injured knee, and uh, like she she played 37 minutes of <laughs> that's that's it's a lot of work, right? Just coming off of she hadn't had a ton of practice time, but she was able to get through it. I thought she looked okay physically. Uh, her jumper, yeah. everything's short, which you kind of understand, right? Heavy legs. Uh, she hasn't been out there. Um, but it's just, it's they, they fell to, uh, I think it's 10 and three on the season. Uh, Dara, wh what what is your takeaway there from that game and where things stand for, for the ladies right now? I think what you said about Maddie is spot on. Not only when you play teams that are going to play you guys in a zone, which is going to be the pattern because it's been working. We saw a zone against Syracuse against Pitt yeah. and North Carolina. And clearly we struggled in all, all three. And it's not just the lack of uh, shooting capabilities. Cause when you have Maddie in there, she's also a great passer. So then that opens up, you know, if they come out at her to defend her shot, she has the passing ability to get the next option. And I think that's also what's been lacking. Um, and then, also considering what Maddie brings is experience and leadership. Uh, there's you have a freshman point guard, and we talked about this before earlier on some of our podcasts. There's going to need other the team is going to need areas of leadership from other people, and I think that's what they're lacking right now. And they're also lacking post presence. Um, the the statistics in in the post for however many minutes that they play is not efficient enough. You need more productivity from your post players. Um, and that's not just points. Um, I think that they are, the two of them, Nat and Kylie, are way, like, a lot more capable than seven rebounds. Um, especially against smaller teams. Like, Syracuse isn't that big. Um, and then Sonia, I think she the first half she was just shaking off some rust. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know... I, obvious and then she really started feeling it in the third quarter she was lighting it up she looked like she looked like herself um and then i think hannah i hannah just needs to find easier shots you know now it's acc play some of some of the highlight reels are not going to be there sometimes you need to make the easier play um but you can't you can't understand that and know that until you learn it and she's a freshman and it's just going to come with experience um so i think that they need to do a little bit of regrouping um self-evaluating get back in the gym get get confident because even on even on certain takes like uh they don't look as confident to me in, in certain situations mm -hmm. um and then as for kk i think she just needs to be more consistent um it's it's a little bit too much like this um and again making the easier play i think i saw a little bit in against north carolina she she had Kylie for a wide open layup and made a uncharacteristic decision because um, KK has a very good IQ. She's a very good feel for mm. the game. She's a smart player. Um, uncharacteristic decision making once you hit fatigue is definitely a problem. And you got to fix that with low numbers. You're going to be tired. You're going to stay out yeah. there. You have no yeah. choice. You basically look down on the bench and you have a starting five that's hurt, you know? And yeah. that's not like, saying. So Notre Dame had a six player rotation in the last game. Yeah. Exactly. 
and you, you got to learn. Okay, if this if this is the reality, this is what it's going to be. How do you adjust? And the the great thing is, is that there are only three three ACC games in. So yeah. those are my those are my thoughts. They 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 definitely need to kind of like tread water here and figure out like just just accumulate wins somehow, yeah. right? It's difficult because like I just mentioned, like six player rotation, the the sixth off the bench is Nat. So like it's not a guard, right? You know, like you no. have. You have uh, Anna's playing, um, uh, or Hannah, Hannah, Anna, sorry. Anna's playing uh, heavy, heavy minutes. Hannah cannot come out. Like, just, she can't. Right. Uh, and Sony, like, that's why it was so important for her to come back. Like, they need her to play heavy, heavy minutes, you know? Right. And it's it's unfortunate the way that it's worked out, but it's just like that's the what the rotation is right now. And to lose Maddie the way they did, Terrible. Uh, it just that that just really hurts, right? And it's like again, really bad. what are you gonna do? Like you get a shot to the face, you're in protocol, you're in protocol, you know. Just so um, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like you look at, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm thinking, what buttons can nail uh, realistically push here? You know, exactly. We were talking before the show, like they're just not it. They they're 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 lineups that they're playing. Like they have players who can be a part of a of a good basketball team. They can be a part of a good basketball team, but you know, rolling with what they are and how, what they have, like that group, that six, that's not a great six. Like that's not six. That's like, yeah, we're going to take this group and we're going to go to the sweet 16. We're going to go to the elite eight. Like that's not correct. Right. And so you do have to temper those expectations a little bit. Um, that being said, like in the game, you feel like, there are some things that you just like the unforced errors that you just can't have. Like there's too many times when they're just trying to make a post entry and they're throwing the ball away and they can't do that. Or they get the ball in the post and they're trying to kick it back out and they're throwing the ball away. Like you can't have that stuff. And it's like experienced yeah. players too. Like right. Anna's got to be able to throw the ball in the post, you know? Yes. And, and then if it gets to the post, like if they get it inside, like Kylie's got to make a layup. Yes. I mean, and it's like, that's just not that, like, that that's got to get cleaned up here, you know. Like, look, right. It's not a question of like, oh, you know, can Kylie play at an all American level? Like, no. Like, she didn't score a basket. She made one free throw in the game. She's playing, like you said, for the minutes that are out there. She's playing a ton of minutes. Like, you're not making a basket in the game. Like, that's that can't happen. It just can't happen. No, it's major college like basket. You, you can't. You cannot win that way. It's already hard enough winning with six. So like it's going to force you to come out of your comfort zone. It's going to force you to look in the mirror and say, what do I need to do? Because there's not just another All-American coming off the bench to sub her in and to sub this one in and the next one. And it's like there needs to be more leadership from AD. She has to hit at least one of those corner threes. You have to. She needs more. She gets timely opportunities, really big opportunities, and you need to capitalize off them. Yeah, it, it, there were there were. I want to say there were two. You said three. I, I can think of two distinct opportunities where it's like open in the corner or open, kind of on the on the wing there, and it's like you, you got to hit one it. of them. You got to make it. That's why you're out there. Like that. That's the reason that you're on the court. Like that's why you're with the program. Right, you're brought in to hit that shot, and you got to hit it, and especially in that big moment. Um, I think with Hannah, it, it, you know, we talked about it before. She shot fifty percent. Uh, she was basically going into league play. She was over 
a 50, like basically a 58% shooter. She's gone over yeah. 50% one time in the last five games. This last game, she's six to 16. The game before she's eight of 18. Like these, like her efficiency has gone way down. And it's because of the fact that she is forced to shoulder so much offensively. Like no one yeah. is creating for her. And because no one is the threat that, that Notre Dame needs them to be on the outside, Sony just got back, so that that'll help a little bit. But like Anna's just not, she's not hitting the shots at a at a at a, at a clip that's going to scare opponents. So it's like right. Anna's going to the basket. Everyone feels free to crash on her. She wants to play make. She's doing well going to the basket, but it's so much work. And she's running out of energy. And I think especially right. like how many times have we seen great players like kind of hang out first second quarter. And then second half, they, they really bring it on because they've been able to save their energy there. Um, what are some things that you think that they can kind of unlock Hannah offensively a little bit? Like how, what, what are things that you see out there? It's like they need to start doing X thing to get her going. Well, first, first off, personally for her, she needs to stop looking for contact because mm -hmm. it worked against the other teams because they don't have the defensive capabilities that the players in the ACC do. So you take, for example, a post player from NJIT versus Alyssa Utsby from UNC. It's a completely different story. It's night and day. She needs to drive in there with a plan, not drive in there to get fouled, which doesn't sound right. Like, oh, I'm, I'm driving to get fouled. Like, yeah, Essentially, you want to create something out of it, but you have to be able to know and adjust. Okay, if you drove in there two times already looking for contact and you threw your body on the floor and they're not giving you the call, you have to adjust. So I think that and a, a lot of these attempts are coming at the end of the shot clock. So yeah. she's forced to bring the ball out, call a ball screen, uh, and then drive to the basket and try to make something happen when there's three other people on the court that can. So I know there was one there was one play specifically that I saw that AD had the ball at the top of the key, and she had Hannah come get it. No, you take it. You come off the ball screen. Yeah. You know, so like other people need to be comfortable with taking a risky shot at the end of the shot clock. You have to. Other people have to be more aggressive, specifically at the end of the shot clock, to help Hannah. Because those missed shots in the ACC are like we always talk about how they're technically turnovers. You take a bad shot and they're coming right down the other end and they are running the ball down your throat and trying to mm -hmm. get a transition layup. And then I I would say I like, I mean, she hasn't she hasn't been there. It's not it's it's the reality of Sonia's injury, like getting getting other people going downhill and maybe having her take a possession off, yeah. you know, have have someone else run the point, have her stay in the corner, take a possession off because she is gassed by the end of the game. Rightfully mm -hmm. so. She has to right. play 40 minutes. Unfortunately, that's the reality of it. You have to play that long. But and, and that also comes from chemistry like, and, and trust in, in one another, like, okay, Hannah has to be able to say, okay, AD, you take it, you take it, this possession, Sonia, you take it, or, or Sonia, I'm just going to throw it to the elbow. I'm going to cut to the corner and you can come off and go get a layup. Um, yeah. But that just, that comes with team chemistry, gelling, communication, that kind of thing. And it's been hard to do that because you have, we've seen so many, how many different lineups and then how many different right. injuries. Um, so that kind of thing. And then also she just has to be a little bit better of a point guard 
So she could make her life easier by recognizing different defenses. And maybe she doesn't have to look to Neil every time. You know, maybe maybe she can say, oh, uh, well, that girl's a little bit smaller on Kylie. So let me dribble over, get into a triangle and just chuck it in the post, you mm-hmm. know? And this is where I think the team really lacks not having Olivia because of Olivia's court sense and, yeah. and feel for the game. Um, which some of that is not Hannah's fault just because she's a freshman. So I think, yeah, getting some other people involved, maybe taking a playoff offensively uh, and and getting a better, better feel for the game, especially against better defenses, because you could tell UNC scouted the hell out of us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they definitely had a plan. And the fact that Maddie was out, like really just reinforced what ex- yes. everything they wanted to do, right? And so yeah. they made it very difficult. Um it's 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 hard because like again the the answers that you would come with if you were Neil Ivy like they're just not available like because I was right. thinking you got to be able to like because I was thinking okay you got to be able to get because they were playing some man they played a little bit of zone but they, they were playing a yeah. good amount of man and I was like you got to be able to get Sony to be the screener right because then she can roll or she can pop and then it's like okay Hannah can play off of that right so she can pop it to her and then Sony's open for a jumper but I was like. But they can't they can't put her at the four because they don't have another guard to bring in. Like right, which is they, they're they're incapable of playing small because they don't have enough small players. Like they don't have it. Yeah. So it's like I was like the, the move that they need to make, they they literally cannot do because they don't right. have anyone to bring in. Yeah. And then it's, it's what I said before, it's the passing. Like one time they put Sonia as the screener and she slipped and she was wide open underneath the basket, but whoever was at the high post lacking Maddie, here we are lacking Maddie is not confident to throw that pass, thread the needle. You have to. Yeah. And so that's part of like the, the difficulty of, you know, the situation with the injuries, you know, Neil after the game says, Oh, it's, you know, no excuses. It's like, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like there are practical problems that go along with this. You can't just, you can put them in the right set. You could, you could put them in, like you said, you like could, you fundamentals. Have yeah. yeah. Like you could put her as the screener, but then the person passing the ball, like has to be able to do it. If she's not used to that, then she's not used to that, or that's not her role or that's not her game. And so she's in a really bad spot. And I thought like, it was right. interesting during the post game when Niel was, you know, she was asked the question about Sony being, you know, integrated. And she was like, Oh no, mm-hmm. like no problem. Like Sony knows my sets. And, yeah. and when Sony was asked a similar question, like she kind of elaborated on the point that I was thinking, it's like, well, but Sony's not out there by herself. Like she hasn't, she hasn't played with like Hannah is not, is, is, uh, you know, becoming a veteran, but she hasn't played with Sony a ton. Anna hasn't right. played with Sony a ton, right? Like these lineups aren't used to playing together. That's the problem. It's like, mm-hmm. And and Sony was like the girls have been, um, excuse me, the ladies have have been growing together, and I haven't been because I haven't been able to play for seven weeks, and so she yeah. kind of elaborated on the fact that like just the practically speaking, they've grown as a basketball team, and I haven't, and I have to integrate into that while we're playing North Carolina, who's ten and four. You know, it's not like you played a bad a bad mm-hmm. program, so it's just there were a lot of conflating factors oh. there. And, and just like, you're not from, from, from your leaders. And and I want to ask you like, so like Nat had like a really good run at the end of like non-conference play Mm -hmm. and that has not translated. Like what, why do you think that is? And, and, 
there's a I don't want to say a lack of trust or whatever, because I don't know that that's the case. Right. So I don't want to say no. that. But there's a lack of like giving her the minutes that you would think she would get after the way that she ended conference play or non-conference play. You know, like you would think that like, hey, if Kylie's not showing it to us right now, then we got to go to Nat. Or if like if KK's not showing it to us right now, we gotta go to Nat. We gotta go to like get big minutes. And that wasn't right. the case. Like Neil leaned on those two players a lot more than their play would indicate. So why why do you think that is? Why do you think there hasn't been a translation for Nat uh, going into the conference? Well, let's. <laughs> these are conversations that me and her I've had. Like let's throw out there. Nat's been my best friend. I think this is our ten year anniversary. Um, okay. these are conversations that me and her have had. Um, okay. so you can't foul out in the third quarter of a game. Um, yeah. yeah. and I'll say this again. I, I called her after the game and told her, um, you can't, she's, I, you were just saying that Niel is leaning on, on Kylie and KK in those positions when Nat's been in foul trouble. After that stretch and started conference play, she got in foul trouble at Syracuse, at Pitt, and UNC. And yeah. I told her, I said, it it seems like you're not playing as free because you're afraid to foul. And that's exactly what it is. And then I told her, I was like, the best part about your fouls is that they're so dumb and reckless that they're so easily fixable. So yeah. it's not like she's incapable of playing defense and she's just clumsy or she's a freshman and does, doesn't have body awareness. Like, no, that's not it. It looks like she's scared to foul. And then therefore that translates on the offensive end. And I was like, you, you come in and then you pull your trigger. Boom. Like, let that carry you. You can't like, you can't come down on the defensive end and be like, Oh, well now I'm afraid to go for a rebound because naturally you're going to foul that way. You're going to be like, oh, I won't go for this one. So maybe I'll go for this one. And then you foul someone. It's just how the universe is. You're afraid to do it. Universe is going to make sure that you get called out for it. Right. And I am confident that we're going to see her take another turn and get back to where she was playing before conference play started. Um, So I'm not worried about Nat at all. Um, She was, she's super receptive. She was great in like trying to understand like maybe the disconnect that she's having. She's very mature and aware which is great about her. And she's always trying to learn. Um, so I'm super confident about what's coming next for her. Yeah. And I think yeah. that, you know, the, 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 the ladies are in a good position in terms of like being able to get better. Right. Like, I think yeah. that a lot of the, the, a lot of the problems that they are having are truly injury related. You get yeah. Maddie back, you get Sony playing more, you know, at, at get, get past the injury more and more like they're going to play better. Like these are good basketball players that are returning. Right. Right. And, 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 uh, and the sport is such that you only have five on the court. So it's all the effects of adversity. Right. You add two players and then, and then it, it allows a a KK to come in and be more effective as an off the bench player. Same with Nat. Right. And so, but the counter effect is like, it's forcing people to play roles outside of their yeah. comfort zone, yeah. which is sometimes there's a disconnect, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 It's it, it, outside of their comfort zone and a role that they're not going to play going forward. And there's so more pressure thing. because there's only six of them. There is yeah. more pressure to perform, but it's yeah. like, 
live up to that standard. Shit, if I I'm I know I'm gonna play forty minutes, I'm having a free for all. You know, you have to <laughs> yeah. be confident. You can't come out, right? Like, what are no. they gonna do? Is she gonna What's bench gonna me happen? for someone who can't play? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it, I think I think clear skies are ahead, um, but but they they do need to weather it a little bit. They they do need to yeah. they need to scuffle, right? Mm-hmm. They need to weather it. Mm-hmm. Be patient, right? And and I think that the injuries have basically limited the i guess whatever ceiling that could you know we would have thought was there it's just not right. practical to think like they're going to be able to accomplish all the things you know winning the conference for example at least in the regular season like it just seems like it's too it's it's too much to ask of them given you know the attrition that they face but like still be a good basketball team get healthy somehow make a run in the um in 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 the uh you know, in the, in the tournament conference tournament and then the NCAA tournament um, you've done, you don't, I do want to talk a little bit about the men's team. You, you, you've uh, you've done some work mm-hmm. for, for uh, the men and you've, you've done some sideline reporting for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> we've seen some really like bad, bad stuff um, from them. Heartbreaking. But, yeah. More, but, but just previous to that, then conference play came. They had a nice. They had a nice victory. I think it was the home opener. They had they had a nice victory in the home opener. Yes. And then they had one where it's like they, they were leading for most of the game. Uh, who was this opponent? That with the, NC with the, State. They NC were leading State. the entire time until point the, six seconds left. They literally led for thirty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds, fifty nine point four seconds, and then they they hit the turnaround uh, kind of floater in the lane. And, Unbelievable. Uh, and that's how it goes. I mean, look at some really bad possessions that led up to that. Some like really just shaky, like decision-making, which isn't surprising. Right. I think they've been competitive in conference, you know, um, it's just Me like, too. they don't, they don't have the, they just don't have the firepower and no. just like the consistency and scoring, especially late. Like Marcus Bird has been yeah. done really well, but it, it's I don't just think like, they have a roster of I don't think they have a roster with dominant like with I don't think they have a roster with scoring capabilities that you need to win at that level if that makes sense so Marcus Burton scoring every single night is not enough like it's the same thing as we talked about like earlier on with Hannah like having other contributions and it's like they don't have powerful and dominant scores. It's not like you have a post player where every single time you throw it in the post, it's it's almost a guaranteed bucket, you know. Yeah. So so therefore you you lack that, and you got to make it up in in every other way, and that's hard with a brand new roster. That's hard. They're already facing adversity without power, powerful power. Whoa, powerful scores. Whoa. Um, but I think that they have so much potential. Like they are this close to doing something big. The, the win against UVA, huge, the loss to NC state, horrible. And then they're able to turn around and compete with Duke all the way down to the wire. Like their ceiling is really high for what they have on their roster. And you got to credit Shrewsbury and his staff for that. Well, just the the fact that they're being competitive, you know, like you said, Coming down the stretch of these games, like they're going to struggle. 
because yeah. you do need that person, right? You do need that person. It's like, hey, we're going to go to you. They're going to run the offense the way that we want, and they know how and when to get a good shot. Exactly. We're going to get good possessions. And, like, at the end of these games, they just, like, especially if it's close, they just don't have good possessions. You know, like you watch, it's like, oh, that's that's a bad possession. That's a bad possession. But like, as the but when the game is just kind of free flowing, and and the defense isn't as locked in, and they're you know, it's just like you're kind of up and down. Yeah. Then they're they're pretty good, right? And and there's something there, right? right? But they just don't have like when Marcus Burton is is he's a small guy, right? And he's just going to get swallowed up by some people. Like eventually, he's going to wear down. It's, it's kind of similar to Hannah in that sense. It's like eventually he's going to wear down. He's going to get um, inefficient and it's Scouted just going to be too, too hard for him. Yeah, exactly. And that Scouted. was another part too is like with, with the ladies is like you you mentioned North Carolina. Like they they have now – they've got a bunch of tape on Hannah specifically and they know how to put her in positions where it's like you're never going to completely like stop her because she's too good for that. But right. they're going to make her work as hard as she can to get to the basket or which isn't to, enough to win it's not enough to win and it's just like it, it's also like hey we'll trade like we'll absolutely trade this type of shot for you know right. a kicked out three or some other easy kind of easier shot something like a pull yeah. up three or something of that nature so um, right i don't know it's, forcing it's, shots that you can't make enough of to win a game right so yeah. w- 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 let's let's look at the near outlook for for the ladies here Dara. before okay. before we get going um what, what do they have coming up what, what's 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 next up for them we got boston college on thursday which i am color commentating irish fans tune in let's I'll go drops drop some nuggets in there for you uh miami on sunday that's their next two uh the men have georgia tech tonight at 9 p.m unfortunately that is a terrible tv time but and then I don't know who they have. Uh, Florida State home on Saturday, which I am in game hosting again. Irish fans, bring your best energy. I need Uh-oh. it. Um, so that's what we have next on our agenda. It should be. I think the the women should get a win out of both of these. I'm confident that they'll handle business against BC. That uh, Miami is a very good team. Uh, you have to be disciplined against them. It's another team that is up in your face the entire game. Katie Meyer is a phenomenal coach even better person just to throw that out there. Uh, and that's yeah. a team that you have to be careful with. Absolutely have to bring your a game against them. Yeah. Presumably you still have Sony and you, you get Maddie back from that game. Right. Big difference. And then, big, yeah. Big difference. And then and that really, really helps um, a whole lot. Yeah. So. All right. We'll be back next week to, uh, to talk about that. We'll talk about, uh, you know, the men and how, how things are progressing. Things are going to ramp up on this channel. Uh, on this show, you know, as the season gets going, we're in conference play now and, and, and football season's over. So it's it's a lot more focused. People are a little bit more focused on, on the basketball team. So we're going to be back here. So you're going to want to stay checked in to Dines with Dara on the Joy Slot podcast. Subscribe to this channel. Like this video. Send a comment. Hit the notification bell so you know whenever it is, we are going live. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And keep getting them buckets.